Hello, Internet Dwellers, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Super Happy Fun Time. Colin and myself decided to sit down and recap our Oscar picks and basically count up who won another year's worth of bragging rights. I will not spoil the outcome, but let's just say it was really close. Also, for the second half of the episode, Colin decides he is going to retell his vision of what Star Wars Episode 3 should have been. It's amazing. You definitely got to keep around and listen to that. It's a great, great concept. So look for more information on that because I'm quite positive we're in the works of doing something with it now. But I hope you enjoy listening to that. Anyways, folks, enjoy today's episode. And if you wish, go to ghosthat.net for more information or find us on facebook.com slash ghosthat just to keep up to date with all things ghosthat. Thanks very much, guys. See you later. I muted it so I could hear the volume as my testing. Went. Yeah, good job. Yeah, I'm smart. Oh, he's so smart at recording. Ah, uh, dude, it's not like I don't do this every <laughs> friggin' week. This is shit. Come on. I know, right? right? It's totally, right? totally. Uh, uh, welcome. Hi, Colin. To the podcast. <laughs> Those of you who don't know, I'm illiterate. He Colin Sometimes. can't read, so I'm um, gonna let Colin read the winners for this year's Oscar. <laughs> all the way down. All the way down. Um, so yes, everybody, if you missed last week's last week's so last, last times episode, last last time we recorded this episode, uh, we did a run through just before the Oscars of our picks of who will win the bad the Oscar yep. nominations, much like we did last year for 2014, and. Uh, well, we came up with lists, and, uh, well, 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 well. How do you want to handle this, Colin? (laughs) How do you want to handle this? Well, I was going to say we should go through the list of what we thought our recommendations were, and our justification why we thought. Okay. And then we'll, uh, note that winner. Yeah? Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. All right. I cannot wait to the announcement. I'm winner. sure you can. It's gonna be <laughs> spectacular. It better be spectacular. <laughs> Terrified. All right, so we're gonna yeah, start at the bottom. Gonna kill me. All right. <laughs> I will. Um, yes, I will. <laughs> so I guess we'll start at the bottom of the list. Right. Um, if you don't know, we got this uh, just straight off the Oscars website. Yeah. You, you can get the list of of all the people. Uh, Thank you, Lindsay. One, yes. Um, <laughs> people who have won then the list of nominees that were actually nominated for each category. Yes. So, let us begin from the bottom to the top. You want to alternate back and forth like we did when we uh, read them the first time around? Absolutely. Okay, Let's start okay. with that. Okay. You go first. Uh, first, achievement in film editing. Uh, the nominees were American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, and 12 Years a Slave. I said uh, American Hustle for film editing. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, when I voted, I said Gravity for film editing. And the winner was Gravity. Gravity. So Jeff won for film editing. One for me. Follow along if you wish to at home, everybody. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. All right. So best documentary short subject. Uh, sorry, did you you read off all the uh, did you read off all the nominations? Yes. Okay. Uh, those were Cave Digger, Facing Fear, Karma Has No Walls, The Lady in Number Six, Music Saved My Life, and Prison Terminal: The Last Days of Private Jack Hall. 
I said facing fear. And I said the lady in number six. Music saved my life. And Jeff won for... I got that one as well. Yeah. <laughs> Best documentary Sidebar. short subject. Yes. When that won, I very nearly posted a big, long Facebook rant about how people think music, you know, in schools and stuff is not important. And this lady survived, you know concentration camps and like the holocaust because of and music and lived to be like 116 all because, because of, music. of music fuck you okay the- <laughs> well there's well, our explicit tag well, for the episode. <laughs> there you, you go it was so so yeah especially when i'm like i watched i almost want to do one where you just base it off the previews and see who wins yeah good point <laughs> because it's like after i saw that i was like oh man jeff's gonna win <sighs> Because yeah. it's just like, after I found out what it was, it was like, oh, you gotta be kidding. He's, <laughs> he's got this one in the bag. Next year, uh, we should do it live. We'll record it live. We should record it live. Carpet, and then you guys record it live. I'd like to do that. That'd be so kind of fun. That would actually be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'd like that. to watch. I watched them the next day. Oh, no. So And I was live tweeting it the next day. <laughs> and I kept hashtagging it like Oscars the, or like Oscars a day late or something. Yeah. Or a day late Oscars was my Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, yes. nominate for best documentary feature. Yes. The Act of Killing, Cutie and the Boxer, Dirty Wars, The Square, and 20 Feet from Stardom. I chose The Act of Killing. Lindsay chose The Cutie and the Boxer. <laughs> and, and by the way, Lindsay, I'm very sad that you did not get a nomination win this year with your one that you picked. You just spoiled it. I could have won. Jack Collin wasn't done. And uh, <laughs> twenty feet. Uh, Jeff chose twenty feet from stardom. Guess what? It's not Cutie and the Boxer. No, it's not. Um, uh, Jeff won again with twenty feet from stardom. Let me just say, because I was oh, gonna make sounds. I apologize. I was following along with um. Uh, with 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 Google because mm-hmm. I was working on stuff while it was happening and Google updates sure. it, so I was kind of following along with it as they were announcing the awards. Yeah. So even though I wasn't watching it, I kind of knew what was happening. I was getting really excited because I got the first three of them in a row. Yeah. Actually, yeah. You got a lot. I got of them a in lot a row. in a row, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to win. <laughs> uh, and then it came down to a close call. Very close. Um, All right. So the next one would have been achievement in directing. For American Hustle, Gravity, Nebraska, 12 Years a Slave, and The Wolf of Wall Street. And uh, we chose the same thing. Yes, we did. So we win. So Gravity won for Best Directing, as it should, because that was a brilliantly done movie. I will say this. I know a lot of people were giving Gravity crap for winning so many awards, and I understand, but at the same time... Sit, it deserves it. Sit down and watch that movie because it, it is beautiful. It deserved everything it wanted, really glad it didn't win any acting Oscars. Yeah, which, well... Yeah. I don't like Sandra Bullock. I don't think that's a secret. But that's... Yeah. A, but I think she done did she well. She did well. She's essentially the only character in the movie, really, yeah. when you think about it. Well, and he's yeah. not in it all that much. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm glad she hey, was at he least was nominated. Hey, portrayal of a ghost. <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> Force ghost. <laughs> Ooh, he needs to be a Jedi. Uh, yes. Okay, anyways, continuing <laughs> on. Uh, achievement in costume design. Uh, the nominees were American Hustle, The Grand Master, The Great Gatsby, Invisible Woman, and 12 Years a Slave. I chose American Hustle because... The- 
outfits were ridiculous. That's very true. They were very Come ridiculous on. in the movie. I, however, chose The Great Gatsby because it did a good job for like trying to and mimic really like, a heightened it really version did. of that era. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was basically 1920s on crack, essentially. Right. And uh, Jeff won for Great Gatsby. I got... The first five awards I nailed. So far, just on this page. Yeah, just on this page. We haven't even, there's four pages. We haven't even gone to the next page yet. Oh, Oh, my God. Yes? Uh, The woman who is in charge of costume design is Baz Luhrmann's wife. Yes. Who was the one who who made a great Gatsby, right? made the costume designs and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's kind of, she did a really good job. Yeah, she did. She completely deserves it. American Hustle not winning. That's just me. Uh-huh. It's fine. Although now I kind of want to watch The Great Gatsby. Um, All right, the next one. Achievement in cinematography. The Grandmaster, Gravity, Inside Llewellyn Davis, Nebraska, and Prisoners. And we chose... Gravity. Gravity. And Gravity 1. And Gravity 1. So, as it should. As it should, because again... To define the reasons why you should probably watch this movie. It's very good. Let us recap real quick. It what, is a very good film. <laughs> let us recap what Gravity has won so far. Best director, or best directing, uh, best cinematography, and best, and film, best e- film editing. Yeah. And there's a few more that it wins for, and it's completely justified. Legitimate. Yeah, like, I completely understand why it did. And there's one that's a no-brainer, but... Yeah. But, yeah, like, it's... Yeah, so it just keeps winning. Okay. Right, Colin, next. Uh, my favorite feature. Yes. Uh, best animated feature film of the year. The Croods. Despicable Me 2. Ernest and Celestine. I actually know what that is now. <laughs> <laughs> Frozen and the wind rises, which I'm really sad that I'm like that didn't win. The wind rises. Yeah, it's yeah. Hayao Miyazaki. Like I didn't read it. I was like, who? Are, why is there so many syllables in his name? I was <laughs> like, gonna... it's Hayao Miyazaki. Makes I mean, sense. like, yeah, it should have won. Yeah. Well, it should have. Well, it was nominated. It was nominated, but still. As a as as a fellow. You didn't say who won? As a fellow, no, we're, we're good that. As a fellow filmmaker, I would say this that it it. I, I understand that being nominated is better than nothing. Yeah. I would take I would take a film having been nominated for twelve Oscars, yeah. not winning a single one of them. Right. That would be a win in my book. Right. I think we've even mentioned that before. I, mm-hmm. I just to be nominated is better than. Oh nothing. yeah, yeah. Because at least they went. You know what? You were that was a good. You enough did film good enough job to do to be recognized. Yes. yes. And the winner is Frozen. Which we both had. We both had Frozen, as it should. This guy right here got the first six of six. Yes. <laughs> and at the time, like the song says, I let it go. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the next one, original screenplay. Is that where we're at? Uh, best. My paper got out of order. So uh, or is it best? No, best, best animated short. There we yeah, go. best animated short. Sorry, mine. Mine got out of order. I I, I don't know really. We'll know what page these are. On, <laughs> so I'm just going like it's it's, it's this whatever the last page is. <laughs> All right, so best animated short film. Uh Feral, Get a Horse, Mr. Hublot, Possessions, and Room on the Broom. Okay. Colin, which one did you choose? uh I got Get a Horse. And I chose Possessions. And the winner is Mr. Hoblot. Yeah. Which, after, like, seeing what it actually is about, it was like, oh, yeah, well, that, that would totally make sense. makes sense why that one won. We need to watch these things yes. before we make... Yes. <laughs> I think it's, is it Hoblot or is it Hoblo? 
It might be Mr. Hublot. Because they were French, I think. Yeah, it is a Mr. Hublot. Well, there is numbers on here. Well, there is numbers on the pages. Where's the pants? Oh, there is pants. The there is pants. Huh. <laughs> okay, so anyways. <laughs> so I was right. You were right. All right, Colin, next. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> Because page four is actually page two. Oops. So we've been doing this entirely the wrong order. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Um... Okay, well, we'll just move on. Uh, Achievement in production design. Uh, American Hustle. Uh, Gravity. Great Gatsby. Her. And 12 Years a Slave. I chose American Hustle. And I chose The Great Gatsby. And uh, as we discussed before... Great Gatsby won, <laughs> and and Jeff gets the point for that one. Yes, uh, just and, because, and, and again, like it kind of deserves to win because I mean, if you're the wife of a famous director, you kind of get to call the shots on things. Yeah, yeah. Now again, at this point in my head, I have won seven of the eight <laughs> that we've gone through so far. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin has won. You've won one of the. No, you won more than that. I'm sorry. I wasn't counting the ones we won together. Yeah. You won a handful of them, too, at this point. Yeah. I was just really excited. Yeah. You know, I'm very excited. Like, Jeff cleared an entire page. Yep. Got it. Which was like, oh, I don't know. It's so excited, too. Okay. All right. So, the next one. Achievement in music written for motion pictures. Original song. Happy from Despicable Me 2. Let It Go from Frozen. The Moon Song from Her. And Ordinary Love from Mandela. Long Walk to Freedom. Colin, what did you choose? I chose Let It Go. And I chose the Moon Song. Having heard it at the Oscars... You should have let it go. I realized I should have let it go. Although the Moon Song was nice. The Moon Song was nice. All of the songs songs were good. And also, um, uh, they did not butcher the song, that one. Hey, not her fault. I know it's not her fault. By the way, Colin, what song won? Uh, uh, Let, Let It Go. go. <laughs> Rosen, um, yeah. You have John Travolta butcher the shit out of your name and have the orchestra six blocks away. Yeah. yeah. She, which, and That's also, true. the song is in a, like, a weird, not key, but it's in, like, a weird... Uh, and it's not like she's performing it constantly. Yeah. I mean, she did it for the soundtrack. She's probably done it one or two times since. Right, because right. Then, <clears throat> if you watch her do it with Jimmy Fallon and The Roots with Classroom it's Instrument, perfect. she knocks the shit out of it. So it's also a nervousness She's to it. She's also Idina fucking Menzel. I don't know. Right. Oh, the thing is, like, I forgave her from screwing it up. Like, it, I'm like, okay, you have a lot of pressure under you, but it's like, but oh, then I it was just, like, I felt yeah, bad. when I found when I found out, it was like, oh, the orchestra's not even yeah, there. Not even there. Okay. I don't understand. I don't know why they do that. There's it's six so blocks it's away. Space. It's because of I know, space. But they built the. Did they not build the Kodak Theater for the Oscars? Yeah. Put enough room for the frigging orchestra. Yeah. Really. Yeah, they. I don't. If well, the you know, Hayloft can do it. The Kodak Theater. Uh, can do you it. know what they did. You, I bet you anything. The architect behind it went. Well, we could have an orchestra pit, but we're gonna have to cut out this like, like this three hundred feet that we could put sets in, or like, oh no, we could have an orchestra pit, but then we're gonna lose, like, we're gonna lose like yeah. fifty seats in the theater or some stupid oh, no. thing. Like, yeah, that's mentally in their head that's probably the reason why they're like oh well we could just put it down the block well i'm sure they don't do that for everything i'm sure it's just for the oscars yeah they put the orchestra at the Capitol records building i can't imagine like other shows or if they ever put on performances there or or like musicals or whatever i'm sure those don't have a the orchestra that far away but whatever i let it go yeah you let it go and you won (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway. Anyways, continuing on. <laughs> Go ahead, Colin. Uh, achievements in music written for motion pictures. Original score. Uh, Book Feet, Gravity, Her, Philomena, and Saving Mr. Banks. I chose the Book Thief just because I'm a big fan of John Williams. Yep. I chose Saving Mr. Banks, which I have recently just watched now. Yeah. And actually, it's, I still hold good. true to my opinion, but because it used pieces of music from Mary Poppins, like integrated yeah. into the score, very well done. But Who sadly, Saving Mr. Banks? Yeah. Thomas Newman. Oh. Yeah. But uh, Gravity won for, uh, Stephen Price won for Best Original Score. As it should. That score is, I don't want to say it's weird. I'm not saying it's weird. It's different. But it fits the premise of what it actually is. It fits the premise. And I do have the soundtrack, actually. It's fantastic. And it's an interesting interesting piece of music, because just, I don't know if it's going to pay or pick up. Very interesting. Yeah. And it fits the movie. Yeah. It fits the mood very well. So, and I'm glad it won. Again, yeah. again, look, another one that Gravity won for. Yeah. I, Gravity is really good. I'm glad it won for a lot of the technical-oriented yeah. stuff. Well, that it yeah. Did. Well, I'm special is like, as I think about it, I, <laughs> as I'm looking over all this stuff, it was just like, oh, the guy who's the same director that did Gravity did Children of Men, which I absolutely love. Yeah. It's one of the few films where I just go, I'm so anxious right now oh my god <laughs> nothing like can anything not happen yes. without yeah that's basically more technical stuff great cinematography even though they did a lot more like digital like the long yeah. shots are more like yeah. pieced together still though like somebody to concept or come up with that mm-hmm. conceptually yeah is ridiculous also did the third harry yeah. potter film Oh. Which is what changed the Harry Potter movies to be more darker and realistic. That's my favorite. true. The fourth one's my favorite. But because of that third one, that's when they changed Hogwarts. They went away from the kid film, like little yeah. kids, and they went more dark with it. That's and that's I what the rest of them to took the up. The third movie when I watched yeah. them, then the first, I saw the first two a thousand times. The first two are too key yeah. and too. But again, Chris Chris Columbus directed the first two. Jeff, Colin, I shall continue on. What's next? Mm. Achieve what? What? Did you want to say something? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to move us along. Achievement in makeup and hairstyling. Your mom. Dallas Buyers Club. Jackass Presents Bad Grandma. I am, first of all, still and the Lone surprised. Ranger. Yeah, and the Lone Ranger. I'm <laughs> still surprised that that was even nominated. Jackass? For an Academy Award. Yep. A, you know, a film about doing stupid shit stunts, but you for know the entire length of the entire film. But look at there was three nominations for this year. If they had not That's nominated true. it, there would have been like, two movies that yeah. on that list. It's like, I don't know who's done good makeup. Well, and because that's the thing. Like, the reason why The Lone Ranger was nominated be- was because of the Johnny Depp old man, old Tonto makeup. That's yeah. the reason it was nominated. So you know they're sitting there going, well, we need more. <sighs> okay, well, Jackass did this old man makeup, and people thought he was a really an old man. Um, yeah, but that's the thing. They could have done, like, they something... They could have done um, American Hustle, Christian yeah. Bale's Come Over, and Bradley They could have done that. And yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Jonah Hill doesn't even look like Jonah Greg Hill. Gadsby. Greg Gadsby. I mean, Greg would have been okay. You can definitely do So stuff. I wonder why they didn't name nominate other ones know. of them. That's, Star Trek that's... Into Darkness? I mean... 
Not, uh, they do alien makeup because they have Klingons and stuff in it. That's true. So but why the hell did they? I just actually, realized that. David that's Marcus it's kind of so that basic, but it's really kind of that yeah. basic stuff. So that's not really any award. If they're trying to go if like the Lone Ranger had won anything, I was gonna throw my remote for the team. Oh okay. Well, anyway, was that the only one it was nominated for? No. It was. It was nominated for a couple like cinematography. Was stuff. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, and then the winner of that one, Colin. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Yep. Which I, I won. You won. I chose Jackass. I I really swore. But I was, I was really having this feeling. It's like you know, you know, Jared Leto performing in that film. I was like, well, there you go. Yeah. There's one thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, Matthew McConaughey making him look like an AIDS. Somebody yeah. who has AIDS. I, I saw. There's a Google Play commercial right now that keeps showing a clip from that movie. I'm just like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lost forty pounds yeah, for that role. That's, like that's what he looks like. Crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. So, okay. Well, congrats, Colin, for that one. Yeah. We move on. Best foreign language film of the year: The Broken Circle Breakdown, The Great Beauty, The Hunt, The Missing Picture, and Omar. I went with the Broken Circle Breakdown. I went with Omar. Um, the one that won was The Great Beauty. Yeah. And af- again, like, if we just based it off of clips, yeah, The Great Beauty definitely deserved it. Definitely deserved it. I mean, yep. like, it looked like a beautiful piece of cinematography right there. Yep. So. All right. Which Next. one are we on now? Why are you being so violent with the page throwing? Because I can! <laughs> birthday. All right, Colin. Uh, the next one is Best Original Screenplay. Yes. So, <clears throat> it's your turn. I, did, I thought, no, I just read the last one. Oh, you did read the last yeah, one. Right um, <laughs> whoops. Don't try to sneak Whoopsies. it in. I mean, I don't um, <laughs> and the nominees are American Hustle. This is why we'll never host the Oscars. <laughs> American Hustle. Yeah, I'll just... They screwed up the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Who screwed up? I can't remember. Uh, Charlize Theron screwed up, and of course John. John Travolta. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, come no. on, you've been nominated. He's like, you've won two Oscars. Come on, you can't. Uh. I don't get it. I don't get it. Whoopsies. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, best original screenplay: uh, American Hustle, Blue Jasmine. Dallas Buyers Club, her and Nebraska, and we both chose, chose her, her as it should, and her won. won. Yep, which was even funnier. Yep, no, that's that. Never mind. That's that's the next category. Next category. Yeah. All we'll right. Talk about that. Here's the next category: adapted screenplay. Before midnight, Captain Phillips. Was it Philomena? Yep. Twelve Years a Slave and The Wolf of Wall Street. I went with 12 Years a Slave. I went with Captain Phillips. And 12 Years of Slave won. Immediately regretted it. I won. <laughs> also, yes, isn't that true that the writer who actually adapted it is actually from Milwaukee? Yes, I did hear that, yes. which is really yes. cool. hometown. Hometown Love area. It. Love it. Okay, uh, next one, Achievement in Visual Effects. I almost don't want to go through the rest of the list. Nope, because you know what? It's kind of obvious. <laughs> uh, the nominees were Gravity, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug. Desolation of Smaug. Um, 
Iron Man 3, <laughs> The Lone Ranger, and Star Trek Into Darkness. Which now, I have watched a lot of the highlight reels for, for the best visual effects, like mm-hmm. what the studios put together for each of those films. Yeah. The Lone Ranger, I will actually say this, the Lone Ranger special effects, the visual effects, that's true. Very well done. Like, yeah. yeah. That's what they wasted all their money on. Yeah. Was bullshit. making it so this that one like train sequence, they yeah. looked like they were on an actual train. But yeah, I'll give but them, it, it, they, and, and it looked like it legitimately looked like they were on yes. They just shot that on locale. Yep. Not driving down a road and then they, you know, digitally erased the road and put yeah. train tracks in and put mountains and trees in the... No, like, they legitimately did. I was like, yeah. that's actually kind of impressive. It's kind of impressive. However, the one that we both chose was what? Gravity. Yeah, it won. And it won because, you know what? Here's the thing. Sidebar. But we're talking about this. This actually yeah. works. When we... We went and saw Gravity, right? Mm-hmm. We all went and saw it? Not no, no, not together. Not together. That's right. Um, we saw American Hustle together. I, that's the one we I saw. convinced Lindsay to go with me to see. Yeah, Colin that's right. And I went to Gravity. Gravity. You and I, Jeff and I, went to Wolf of Wall Street, and then the three of us went to American Hustle. That's right. Yes. Um, when I saw Gravity, I was. I mean, obviously, okay. You can't live in today's day and age and not go a movie that takes place entirely in space does not have any special effects on it or visual effects. You knew it had visual effects right. on it. So I knew it had some level, but I did not know at the time of watching it mm-hmm. to what extent. Now, I am usually really good at being able to pick up what's CG and what's not. Yeah. And I understand, okay, yes, the ship busting apart, that stuff. That's obviously special effects. Did not realize while watching the film that basically everything except for the actor's like physical body, not the suits they were wearing, nothing else like that, but everything else was CG. Yeah. Did not realize that. I'm like, oh, so they put them in the suits. They're probably in front of a green screen. I'm sure right. their visors aren't real. I'm sure that was fake, so they didn't get reflections of lights or cameras in right. it. But I did not realize that it basically is just their face. Yep. And everything else was CG. Yep. Did not even comprehend that it was to that extent. Even like, there's a scene when she's when she's inside, I think she's inside Mirror. Yeah. At that point, or the Russian space station, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and she's like, "Oh, it's when the it's when the thing starts on fire." Yeah. That whole environment is CG. Yeah. There wasn't a single thing in that that was real. It was all fake. Didn't realize that. Like, yeah. it looked so good. Yeah. It's a no brainer. It won, which is why, again, I'm glad that it won for best. Yeah, I am very glad that it won because, yeah, it just blew my mind. Especially when you told me it's like, oh yeah, all the suits are CG. Everything's fake. I'm like, you gotta be kidding Nothing me. Nothing was real. That is fantastic. Like Not even Sandra Bullock. Shut up! <laughs> like that like, point. Some of it's got to be practical. I, I felt like some of the like the set designs and stuff are practical. We will watch. We will watch the. Uh, we'll watch the visual effects breakdown. Yeah, because I'll, I'll throw it up on the website too for this episode. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll throw up the one that they did for it. Well, I'm just thinking, like her inside when she has the spacesuit on and she's trying to get the Russian thing. I think on, when she's I talking think, to that one, that one is real because it's I such think a that small is space, real. Yeah. and because she's sitting stationary in it. Yeah. But anytime she's fly, like she's anytime floating, she's floating or doing anything like that, that I can believe fake. yeah yes yeah and it's just it's nuts and I think that's the reason why it was nominated and why it won yeah. because it's you didn't also, know it was visual yeah. effects it's also really beneficial for that movie to be in 3D yes I um, will agree that one is one of the few movies I will say one needs. of the very very few movies that I can because it really benefit from it you yes. felt like you're actually in that environment and just just Everything collapsing and falling around you, yeah. you felt kind of claustrophobic and kind of terrified. Yep. So, a movie that worked to be in 3D. <laughs> if a movie gives me feelings, 
Like, that sort of tension. We should not be in space. Ever. <laughs> At all. Business in space. All right, Colin, I think it's your turn that is next. Yes. Um, achievement in sound mixing. Uh, Captain Phillips, Gravity. How about the desolation of smell? Desolation of smell. Uh, inside, Luan Davis and Lone Survivor. Which one did you choose, Colin? I chose Inside Luan Davis. And I chose The Hobbit. Because I figured at this point, I'm like, you know what? It, it won't be gravity. They can't do gravity. It won't yeah. do any of those other ones. It has to be The Hobbit. Because The Hobbit sound was good. Gravity won. Gravity did win. <laughs> what I was thinking also, Inside Lewin Davis, is like, it's music. It just, it makes sense yeah. to have a sound editing for that. But, uh... Guess not. No. <laughs> no. Apparently, being in space with no sound is really important Which, for sound mixing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Psh, you don't need that. Yeah. I guess we should have uh, second thought but Really, that. Really, when you think about it, it's just like, well, there was the stuff that was inside the ship. Yep. And, and, and then yeah. the lack of sound or like just the lack of, like just the sound of her breathing and yeah. spots and just it, yeah. fine-tuning it. Which I guess we should have thought, you know, second thought about that yeah. after this next one. Achievement in sound editing... All is Lost, Captain Phillips, Gravity, The Hobbit, Lindsay. The Desolation of Smoke. And Lone Survivor. And the winner that we both chose <laughs> was Gravity. Was gravity. <laughs> so we chose sound You're editing. You're going to start to see a common theme here. <laughs> At this point, Gravity has won what? One, two, three, four. I had a total here. Did you have a total of everything? <laughs> I don't know. I threw away my paper. Way to go. <laughs> Five, six, and uh, seven. It is at I this know point. the total that we have, but I don't know the total of all the other categories <laughs> of actually won. So, at this point, Gravity has won seven Academy Awards. Yeah. All technical stuff, except for the best directing, which I think I would still count as... No, I wouldn't count as technical. Music? The score comes technical. See, that's the thing. Would no, you count d- d- directing is technical because he's no, in charge of everything, and mm-hmm. I suppose the music would be because I would say like technical would be everything that's not basically acting, yeah, or yeah. writing because yeah. I wouldn't count writing as a technical aspect of it. Yeah. Well, it is technical to a point, yeah, but which so with the directing, I suppose. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those where it's like you got a borderline on. Yeah. What do you consider it? But like, you know, visual effects, sound editing, you know, normal editing, yeah. stuff like that. I count all that as technical oriented. Yeah. But uh, all right, Colin, you're next. All right. Uh, Coming into the home stretch. Live guys. action short film. I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try. Gonna try this as much yep. as I can. Have fun reading. Well, no era, yo. That, that wasn't, wasn't me. Event que du tat podre. Just before losing everything. Helium. Helium. Bitte kaumon kati hoita. Do I have to take care of everything? That that question mark was actually in there for real. Yes. And the man problem. The mean problem. Which which no, that one's the boar man problem. The boar man problem. <laughs> which um had what's his name in it? Oh God, I just forgot his. Oh, Martin Freeman. 
Oh. Is actually in that one. Oh, I did not know oh, that. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, because I saw him in the clip, and I was like, what? <laughs> I what did this. you doing in there? Yeah. See, I did that exact same thing when Benedict Cumberbatch got up later in the film. Yeah. And the I'm like, why is he getting up, too? He wasn't in that. What? Oh, he like, was in that? Like, I yeah. IMDb it and went, oh, I didn't know he was in that movie. Yeah, he was. Like, I was confused. <laughs> and and the winner was Helium. Which I, we, by the way, chose the do I have to take care of everything yes, question mark one. Yes. We both chose that one, so... It was close. <laughs> and you you let it go, Colin. I let it go. Uh, all right. Performance. Coming down here to the home stretch. Yes. Performance by an actress in a supporting role. Uh, Sally Hawkins for Blue Jasmine. Jennifer Lawrence for American Hustle. Lupita Nyong'o for 12 Years a Slave. Nice job. Lupita? Lupita. Oh, okay, I was close. Uh, Julia Roberts for August, Osage County. And June Squibb for Nebraska. We both chose Jennifer Lawrence. Yep. Kind of. Was... In my in my head, I was just like, I should just put my bias to the side, and I was I was about to change it to Lupita. Yeah. Like the day I was like on the day of, and I was like, oh, I I'll really just say, should. did you change any of your? Uh, nominations uh, no, I did not change. Okay. I was about. No, because we discussed. We made an agreement that we can change it ev- at any time up until the day of. Oh, I we would just that. make a note of it that we changed it at that point. Oh, yeah. We just couldn't change it, obviously, during the. <laughs> the, the we can't change it during the Oscars. Right. Oh, okay. That that's that would be cheating. Yeah. If we well, we we Oscars. did. We just I didn't change any of mine mostly because yeah. I was busy that but, day. Uh, but but. The more and more I read, it was just like Lupita Diango was like the front runner for winning that yeah that Academy Award, and she she did she <laughs> gave com- an excellent speech too. Yes, she yes. did. And for the fact that Anne Hathaway is a horrible human being. <laughs> Everyone hates her. <laughs> Lindsay has strong feelings about Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Everyone hates. And I used to love Anne Hathaway. Loved Anne Hathaway. Yeah, until she got grew a complex and hates everyone. Yeah. she's better than everybody. Yeah. yeah, that's what I don't like. Unlike Jennifer Lawrence, who is literally better than everybody. But and she, fell down she is again. everybody. Yeah, <laughs> she fell down again. But but she is everybody, and that's why we love her. And she fell down again. Yes, and she fell down again. It's a she, it's she, a yearly tradition. She is human. She is human. She is human because. No one would, you know, like you know, her talking about like the last years when she fell down. Like all she was thinking about was what was that? Like cake. the cake. Like that's all she was thinking. Yeah. Oh, there's a the cake next. She was thinking about cakewalk. Yeah, like, walking up there because she's supposed to kick and then step, kick and then step. It's cakewalk. And then she started thinking about cake too much, and then she fell down. <laughs> <laughs> like I like that. Who doesn't have? Who does that not happen to? <laughs> exactly. Yes, I like it. All of her interviews are like. Oh, are you going to this front? It's like, is there going to be food there? <laughs> like, I'm hungry. Nothing to do. I will wear sweatpants and watch Netflix. And not get out of bed. Yeah, yeah, and like the the comments are the like, our friends will come over and she has wore the same clothes for like two days. <laughs> it's just like you were wearing those yesterday. I was like, Pff, I, don't I don't care. care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <sighs> doing anything to get dirty. I want an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, how many Oscars like, have you won? Yeah, now I want an Oscar. So how many have you won and been nominated yeah. for? Suck it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Colin, it is your turn. Okay, best p- p- performance by an actress of a leading role. Yes. Uh, Amy Adams, mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett, Sandra Bullock, Judy Dench, and Meryl Streep. What did you choose? Dame Judy Dench. In all fairness, they did not list it as Dame Judy Dench. No, she is Dame not. Judy Dench. She is Dame Judy Dench. But she was not there. <laughs> she wasn't. Um. I chose Kate Blanchett. And I chose Sandra Bullock. Uh, you know what? I took a shot with Sandra Bullock. 
But I should have realized it yes. would have been who the winner was. Uh, the winner was Kate Blanchett. Yep, I should have. Uh, it's, it's, well, it was also kind of stacked against any, everyone. It's like, usually people, usually Kate Blanchett or Meryl Streep, if they're either nominated, they're probably going to win. <laughs> yeah. They're just really good actresses. Yeah, they are. Um, of course, I just love the shot of Sandra Bullock. Like, after they announced the winners, there's just her just clapping. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe she won. Again. Kate Blanchett tell Sandra Bullock... No, who told Julia Roberts to suck it? Kate Blanchett told oh, Julia, that's Julia right. to suck it. But she's like, and you know what that means? So it's yeah. like... They must. I'm okay, so totally. I'm sure an there was joke. some kind of bet <laughs> going on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally an in joke at the Oscars between two not Oscar nominated actresses. When you're done yeah. talking about the winners. Like we just discussed how good the show was. Yes, overall. I yes. wanted to talk about yes, the show we can, itself. We can definitely talk about that. All right, so moving on, performance by an actor in a supporting role. Uh, God, what the hell? Uh, Barkhad Abdi for Captain Phillips, Bradley Cooper for American Hustle, Michael Fassbender for 12 Years a Slave, Jonah Hill for The Wolf of Wall Street, and Jared Leto for Dallas Buyers Club. Jeff, you chose... Jonah Hill, because I thought the man did an amazing job because I sometimes forgot that was Jonah Hill. It's good. I chose Jared Leto, who was playing a transvestite. Which I did not know. I knew, I knew nothing about Dallas I Buyers knew Club. That. Yeah, he was playing a transvestite throughout the entire film. I won't lie to you. Prior to the Oscars, thought Dallas Buyers Club was some weird football movie. No, I really thought no. it was. And I thought, actually, to be honest, I thought Dallas Buyers Club was about poker. <laughs> See, so we thought about two completely different. <laughs> when, I, things. when I read the thing, it was like, oh, that's not poker. <laughs> that's at not all. poker at all. Nope. Um, and the winner was Jared Leto. Which is cool that he won. He, oh my god. Because you know what? He I, was fantastic. In my head, I still look, okay, I'm like, in my head I'm like, yeah, he's been in a band for the last how many years? How that's that's 30, how he got his start. 30 Seconds of Mars, yeah. With acting as well. Like, yeah. and like I know him from, I know him from Panic Room. That's oh. the movie I know Jared Leto from huh. back in the day, because he's one of the three guys that breaks into the house. Oh, wow. And that's what I know him from. And I'm, at the time, I'm like, oh, it's the well, guy from... I'm like, oh, so he's just trying to get into acting, not realizing he's been acting for a long time. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. Well, uh, well that was really funny, because it's like, I've never really seen Jared Leto in anything. Yeah. And I like look at the screen and was like, oh, my God, that's it's the guy from 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing here? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I, so I just I completely yeah. I'm the, glad he won because you know what that is very cool that somebody yeah. like that can especially win. I loved his speech. It was very down to yes. earth and just just kind of especially thanking the the important people in his life, especially his mom. Because Jared Leto is kind of a douchebag. So it was nice that his speech went well. Went yeah. well. Yeah. Well, that's right. He was in Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. Oh, I completely forgot about that. He's in Fight Club. Oh, that's right. I do know that's using Fight Club, isn't he? It's the literal crap beat out of his face. <laughs> oh, he's that he's guy. Puppy. Yeah, he's the, he's Blondie. Oh, he's that guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Jordan Camelano from My So-Called Life. Oh, that was the right. other one. That's right. Okay. All right. Uh, Last moving, two, Colin. Moving on. Uh, performance by, by an actor in a leading role. Christian Bale for American Hustle. 
Yeah. Bruce Dern for Nebraska. That man is like the grumpiest I person know. in the face of the planet. He didn't look like he wanted to smile at all. I know. I know. And I had to look up what he did. And once he I looked like up what Oscar, he did. He looks like the, the persona of Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> in human form. Yeah. <laughs> if there was ever a live action or, Sesame or Street. Mr. Or, or Scrooge. Yes. There you go. <laughs> He's getting old enough. He could probably play he Scrooge. He could probably play Scrooge. And I I know him primarily from The Burbs. Right. With t- with uh, Tom Hanks back in the 80s. I had to yeah. look him up one because I'm like, why does he look so familiar? And I looked him up I'm like, oh, that's yeah, why I know him. Yeah. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio for oh. Wolf of Wall Street. Leo. Shinny <laughs> um, Wet. Uh, I have Bob writing. <laughs> yeah, right. His name is Bob. Bob for twelve years of slave. Bob for twelve years of slave <laughs> and uh, Matthew McConaughey. You'll get that joke if you actually see the <laughs> listen to last. Listen to last yeah. episode. Listen to last episode. You'll what get we that. Did. Um, um, I chose Leo. I chose, chose Leo. Matthew McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club. <sighs> Guess who won? Yeah, you should have really gone with gut. Yeah, I know. All right, all right, all right. All right. I love that he said it in his speech. I, I did, I did like his speech, even though like it kind of contradicts what his life is kind of about. Well, it's just the fact because I was talking to this with my mom. We always we watch the the Oscars as a family. It's kind mm-hmm. of a tradition with in our household. We're sitting there and we're just like, my mom was like, you know. Matthew McConaughey is not the most humble person in the face of the planet, so why is he saying that he's completely grateful to God and everything like this, that he won this award? It's like, is it, it, now you're making it sound like, like, God made him deserving of the role, and just not everyone else is deserving of that role? Oh, I gotcha. But everyone thanks God. Everyone does. Everyone does, but he's... He's thinking that he's completely grateful that, you know, he got where he is. It's and, also the heat of the moment. Yeah. It, it felt more like it felt more like a speech that should have been given by somebody, you know, like the like Lupita or somebody yeah. like that. Like like somebody who worked maybe is really hard it, yeah, to tr- get where they were. Not saying Matthew McConaughey didn't work hard for how he, he where he and got. he did. And after you know, he completely deserved what he did. He did years of crap movies before he yeah. got anywhere near yeah. good you films. Watch anyone? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which um, I've seen? I was this close. I you can't see it. <laughs> I was <laughs> very close to seeing that film, and I did not want to I see it. I have seen it. Oh my also, god! Lose a guy in ten days. There you go. There yeah. you go. All right. All right. All that right. That is Jason confused. That just, is a good movie. Hey, yo, ho, McConaughey. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, and All right. finally. The big one. The big one. Best motion picture of the year. American Hustle, Captain yeah. Phillips. You want to alternate these? Yeah, we yeah. can do Okay, it. so American Hustle. Captain Phillips. Dallas Buyers Club. Gravity. Her. Nebraska. Philomena. 12 Years a Slave. And The Wolf of Wall Street. Now, Colin. I chose American Hustle. Yes, you I did. I took a shot and you said... Did take a shot. Even though between American Hustle and The Wolf of Wall Street, I prefer The Wolf of Wall Street more. Yes. I feel like I like yes. that one better. I went against that and going, you know what? American Hustle was very well done. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed what it did. I say, let's do that one. Colin, which one did you choose? I chose 12 Years of Life. Just yep. because as the subject matter of what it is about yep. and the story that develops around it, it kind of makes sense why it won. Which, in the same boat, makes... If you use that same thought process, yeah. it makes sense as to why Dallas Buyers Club won. Because it's a movie regarding AIDS and regarding 
Were they gay in the movie? Was that the one? Yes. Okay. So it was regarding that. Like, and generally, not trying to be raw. You know, not trying to make just generalizations of stuff. But generally, those movies do get nominated and do win because yeah. it is about a subject. A generalization about broads. Okay. <laughs> so like uh, I kind of it would go along those same lines. Yeah. It's like, well, um, the, also yes. the funny thing is, I want to say this on record right now. Yes. I called this movie the minute I saw the trailer. It's <laughs> like that's gonna be an Oscar-nominated film. Yep. In a heartbeat. Yep. And sure Guess enough, won. <laughs> it won. And this so, is the movie. So Twelve Years a Slave won. This is the movie. Nice throw. <laughs> Colin threw his paper and it landed right back yes. onto his own head. This is the movie where uh, Benedict Cumberbatch got up and walked behind him, and I'm like, "Why is he there? Why is he there? That? I didn't that know. doesn't make any sense. I did not know. Yes, he's in the film. A lot of people are in the. I didn't in know this Brad film. Pitt produced it. Yes, and he's in the film as well. Is he? Michael Fassbender's in it. Yeah. Well, Bob is, Bob is in it. Bob, Bob in it. did a fantastic job as the main character of this film. Just, it's the subject of just human survival. I did not. Yeah, and I, I have it. I, I want to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to seeing it yet. I haven't it seen it yet. Um, Usually, my tradition is usually to watch the movie after the nominations have been released. Mm-hmm. I've been consistent... Probably since uh, No Country for Old Men, okay, um, which is, hasn't been that long of a year. But um, you watch these films, and then you can kind of see, okay, these are the reasons why right. this film won. There's no mistaking, like, yes, this one. We watched Argo last year. Yep. And you can tell by the performances and how the story is structured and told, this, this makes is, sense. That's the reason why it won. This is the reason yep. why it won. I got you. I got you. So, <laughs> so let's just say, up until this point in watching the Oscars, I was very excited. I was checking off on my list. I'm like, oh man, I'm like four ahead of Colin. This I is know. great. I know. And then we got to the last four awards, and I miscounted actually at one point because really? I thought I was I thought I was further ahead than you, yeah. and you were not, or you were uh, closer to me than I expected. Yeah. I actually uh, stopped counting once I realized that I no longer beat you. Yeah. Surprise! Colin, how many did you have? Uh, I had 13. Yeah. Jeff had 11. I had 11. He was very close. It you was were very, so... very close, it sir. literally came down to those last four awards, which, granted, are the main important ones because they're the supporting and the lead and the movie. I am very good for naming those awards. But you know what? I'm very good at naming all the technical-related stuff. Yeah. I got the movie music and the editing and the visual effects. Jeff sucks. You got the music. Jeff sucks. Jeff sucks. People can see what you're doing with your arms. Jeff can probably just edit things. Where's your speaker? You're trying to find the speaker. It's like bear. This sucks! <laughs> oh. You could have just asked me to sing it. This is more fun. It's more painful this way. I know. <laughs> so I could rub it right in. Alright, enough of that. <laughs> well, Colin, I'm uh. <laughs> no, you can't even turn it off. <laughs> just shut up! <laughs> you rubbed it in too far! 
Oh my goodness. So that is right, Colin. Colin and I, you know what? And I, and you know, I was. You're gonna have to say goodbye to your horses. I don't want to say. You can just let it go. I will say this: I was really excited, and I should. I was counting my chickens before they hatched because yeah. when I was counting, I'm like, "Oh, I totally got this. What am I gonna do for Colin this year? This is gonna be a great episode." And I was yeah. like, "Screw it, I won this year!" And then you got caught up, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" It came down to like <laughs> the last two, and I'm like, "No, no. oh, but no. I'm looking at what I'm looking at what what you picked and what you know, like what I picked. So because it did, it came down to um, because well, see, you tied with me. Yeah, you tied with me at performance by an act. Actor in a supporting yeah. role, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, I picked Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm like, oh, all I gotta hope for at this point is that you were wrong, not that you were right, just that you were not. It wasn't. It wasn't. I was like, I have a strong feeling I'm gonna win because I figured I'm like, okay, you know what? Twelve Years a Slave probably would win. Yes, I agree with that. But I was yeah. really hoping that you would have been wrong with the the main actor, just so if anything, we yeah. were tied. And then yeah. in my head, I'm like, what the hell do we do if we're tied? Or do we like split how many times we can yeah. gloat? Or like, is it just and even like just yeah. cancel it out, I and then you know, and, and then I was greatly disappointed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was so sad. Yes, and I'm like, no, and then I texted Lindsay. I got bragging rights for another year. <laughs> I, t- I texted Lindsay, yeah! and then I texted you afterwards, going, oh, "Good show." Even though I used one, <laughs> you used one. Oh. Well, that was Oscars 2014, Yay. everybody. Yay. My papers are everywhere. Which, by the way, I'm pretty sure that took longer than the actual Oscar Picks episode. Really? <laughs> yeah, that wow. was a short episode. That was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, but as far as the Oscars go, I thought the Oscars were fantastic. I liked Ellen. Um, Ellen DeGeneres did a very good job. Especially, like, it, it was, like, as if she was performing for her show. Yeah. And performing like, in front of her friends, basically. Yeah, it felt like a three-hour version of Ellen's show. Yeah. That was all it felt like to me. I loved it. I loved yeah, it. I did, too. I, the whole pizza gag. Okay, let's the, talk the about that. The pizza gag was actually really cool. They actually legitimately ordered Yeah, because did you see the video of yeah. like, the guy going yeah, back I, to I the did pizza the, shop? Yeah, the day after. Yeah, they picked <laughs> uh, like a local mom-pa pizza joint yeah. that, that was on the same block as the Oscars stage. Sort of like, yeah, let's just... Order, order pizza because when she said like I'm thinking about ordering pizza I'm like okay so this is just a filler joke it's yeah. funny how huh? I laughed at it right great and no then when they actually walked out with them I'm like are you freaking serious they yeah. actually got pizzas yeah. Yeah. note to that story yeah. so on the show the next day on the Ellen DeGeneres show she gave him all the money from the hat six hundred dollars six hundred dollar tip and then yeah. she gave him a thousand and then I think either on this and wasn't the same episode I think it was this week he came back. And proposed to his girlfriend. Oh, oh nice. Because awesome. I think he could afford to buy her. The ring now. Of, the- <laughs> of all the money. And you know, and there's there's that there's that conversation because then I was I was watching that and when the when the actor started like dishing out the money into the into the hat, I'm sitting there yeah. going, okay, again, this is all just yeah, part of the gag. Money. It's all a joke, and no. you know, they were gonna just separate the money back out. Yeah. But like I loved her comment or like her yelling at Brad Pitt when he only threw a twenty in, yeah. and it's she's like, like come you on. got like three nominated films this year, freaking put more money into it, or you know, it's like yeah. I like that. Like 
I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was funny yeah. that, that they did it, and I'm like, all right, whatever. And and the selfie that broke Twitter. Oh, yes. I, I love the selfie. The selfie that, that broke Twitter. It's lovely. That was lovely. I saw that. I saw the GIF version of it on Tumblr yeah. before on Sunday night yeah. before I ever watched the and Oscars. Then I reblogged it. Yeah, and I'm looking yeah. at that going, well, that's just hilarious because it's just like it looks like she tried doing it with just one person, and then just all of a sudden, all everybody these shows. Yeah. Like, could you? She yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought she was just gonna do it with Liza, or she did it with Liza, and then she did it with every. No, yeah. she like took a couple photos with different people, and then it's just like, oh, I want like these people, you know, to get in the shot, yeah. and all of a sudden, like, like all Bradley, of these Bradley people. Cooper showed up to yeah. help take the picture, yeah. and, and then, then he ended up being in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is sitting on like Meryl Streep's lap or something, something like that. Yeah. I love that Kevin Spacey just showed up in the background. Yeah. Just... Did you notice? I didn't notice this until I watched the GIF and someone pointed it out. Brad Pitt and Lapita's brother, because he was the guy with her with yeah. the glasses like mine, bonked heads. Oh. If you go back and watch it, there's a moment of, oh, and then they, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, only, that was great. And only Angelina Jolie would wave at a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Which is why her photo is all blurred, because she's waving in front of her face. And Leo didn't win the Oscar because he upset the pizza gods because he didn't take any pizza yeah it's like no i'm good that i got a kick out of that when they did bring the pizza that like it because i'm again in my head i'm like oh it's yeah. fake pizza they're not actually no. gonna do it. it was an actor but then they actually started opening up the pizza and i verbally out loud went they're actually eating pizza like yeah like you know like just seeing like brad pitt sitting there eating a piece yeah. of pizza and like i'm like that's like, I did not expect that to no. be legit. And well, was Harrison awesome. Ford's my favorite yeah. because he's just like, he taps Ellen on this. He's like, give me a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's opening up and he's like, what do you got there? <laughs> All right. I'm going to eat my pizza. I just, I <laughs> love it. Like, I love this it. This is great. Oh, uh, and like, oh, I think like my other thing is too when she did like a wardrobe trip. Like she came out and everybody's like, "Ooh," and she's like, "Yeah, it's changed clothes." <laughs> she, she was. She, I felt like I added a scarf now. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, "Oh yes." This I felt is great. like her performance as the as the MC for it yeah. was very much so. The, and I think this is just Ellen in general, mm-hmm. but she's very much so like the running conscious of what everybody says when yeah. they watch something. Like yeah. she says what everyone's thinking. I know that phrase is used a lot, mm-hmm. but yeah, because that's exactly like her yeah. making a comment. Yeah, I changed clothes, and it's why everyone's applauding. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I would have been like. Oh, she's changed clothes. Everyone's applauding. Yeah. Okay, that's, yeah. It's just it's I, like yeah, different clothes. <laughs> she, came out as, she came out as what as Glinda after yes. which that I enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed I Pink's performance enjoy of Over the Rainbow. That was beautiful. It was a beautiful performance. Yeah, I'm sitting there watching that, going, "That's Pink." Yeah, like that's not what I think she's of. She's changed. She's voice. changed. Yeah. She, yeah, she's changed as as the years have gone. Right, on. and I see. Like, I feel this is so weird, but I see. I feel similarly about like Lady Gaga. Yeah, that yeah, she does all this weird ass crap and but she does all this pop, but she's, but got she's a, a performer. She's a really voice. good singer. Yes, I can legitimately say that. I think like SNL was like the first time I noticed it's like okay, she's actually a really good performer. Yeah. She can actually do what she can do. She just shows a persona to true go with yeah. for it to be like you know what this is what I'm yeah. gonna be known for I mean for. like the it's... fact that she sat down at a piano and I legitimately played for people mm-hmm. I mean like that shows raw talent I know we talked about this on our podcast I think but the memorial 
made us all cry. Yes. I cried. I cried inside? I cried outwardly. (laughs) And then to top it all off, let's just end it with Bette Midler singing Wind Beneath 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 My my Wings. wings. It's like, oh, shit. It's the first time she's performed in public in how many years? I know. I'm like, I'm like, my. it's sad. I like Bette Miller. I liked I liked a lot of the movies that she acted in back in the yeah. day. I love uh, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, hello. hello. But it's like sitting there going like, like in my head I'm like, oh, I didn't know she still did that. Like I thought she kind of retired because you just don't hear from her. There's there. The I question whether she was still alive. No, she's oh, God, she's, she's still alive. I know. She's, she's no. best. She's best friends with Fifty Cent. Ah, that's right. <laughs> Fifty Cent. <laughs> oh, 50 Cent. Sorry, I'm like, who? Who are you talking yeah. about? No, the, they did. They did some. The kids <laughs> They did some kind of charity event, oh, okay. and they've kind of teamed up together. They've just been friends ever since. So it's an odd combination, but it was like, yeah, she yeah. is 68. That one of those rappers, those the kids list. Those newfangled rappers that the kids did. Do. They throw up the gang signs and drink <laughs> that. Off hooch? Mike, I have a story for you. I have to tell you. Okay. Off, off, off mic. Off yeah. mic. It's uh. not relevant to anybody. Okay. The microphone is off now. No, you don't. Tell you can too. tell me all the stories <laughs> now, I guess. I don't it's, know. Yeah, it's, it's, I'll tell you the story. Later. Okay. But I enjoyed I it. I enjoyed the Oscars this year. It was really good. I thought it was funny. I it thought it moved. moved slow yeah. to me. And I was just sitting there, I was just like, uh, it, Some of us have class in the morning. I was like, I need to go to sleep. But at the same time, it's like, it's an Oscar show, so you know it's not. But it was the fact, this is what I noticed, and they weren't cutting people off. Nope. No. And that was the problem. It was just like, oh, I'll just name off a couple of people, and they just roll out this giant scroll, and it's... Yeah. <laughs> well, like, what, who made, was it Ellen that made the comment about... I like to... I like to thank my mom and my dad and Jimmy, your great neighbor. You, you always always make sure I get my mail in the morning. I will if, if I'm not here. I would like to, I would uh, like to thank the next the, the the entire population of this also 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 town. Steve, my mailman. You keep doing your job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Terrace, uh, the coffee lady, they always bring me my coffee every morning. Great job. Joanne, um, my, 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 my clothes, my clothes keeper. Yeah, she takes yeah. care of my clothes. Also, also Betsy, my babysitter. Uh, oh, and they, Betsy's kids. And Betsy's Jim, kids. John, Joanne, and Linda. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 uh, and, uh. Abed, the the cab driver that uh, got me here. Uh, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Yeah. That's uh, who are you? I don't right know. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would do my Oscar speech. Just name off random people. What did you win the Oscar for, Colin? I have no clue. Did you talk about the fact that Pacific Rim wasn't nominated for visual effects, yeah. and uh, Lone Ranger was. That yeah. was a little, despite the fact that you didn't like that movie. You have to admit that the visual effects in that movie yes. are pretty spectacular. Yes. Actually, I had forgotten completely about Pacific Rim. Yep. Yeah, but but really when you think about like Spider-Man being nominated or... Spider-Man came out a couple Amazing years ago. Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man came I don't out like care. It <laughs> should have been, been nominated. nominated. Why wasn't Gone with the Wind nominated <laughs> again? Come on. Okay. <laughs> I, you and I need to have a conversation off mic about our recording schedule for Top Shelf. Yes, we will. Because I just looked at the next movie after the one we have to skip. Fuck. Yeah, I know. It's a long movie. A couple good long movies coming up here. Yep. Um, yeah. 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 So, it's, it's, um... Yeah, yeah. 
it was a good yeah, show. Yeah. I will I will give I will give them full blown credit that it was a good Oscar it. this year, and I'm glad the movies that won. For me personally, there wasn't anything that I was upset about winning. No, I was. It kinda, was very predictable. You know, I yeah, was sad. That was Leo. My only thing. I was. Predictable. Yeah, I mean, I was sad. Leo didn't win, but at the same time, I'm sitting there going, well, he's probably not I was going to. American Hustle yeah. won nothing. Yeah, but. I understand the ones that did win. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. I wasn't mad. But it was just... just... King's Speech all over again. <laughs> King's Speech is a good but, movie. But, but King's Speech is a really good movie. <laughs> I had to get Colin Firth no. deserves his award. When it won all the awards, I was really angry because I wanted Social Network to win. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Well, Colin, you told me... So that, anything else that you want to talk about the Oscars? Uh... Portion of the show. Uh, Oscars is good. It was good this year. Yeah, I really want to good. watch it live again next year. Yeah. I, just, I couldn't. I was editing. I was filming a. Play. Yeah. But still, it was very, very good. I enjoyed it. hundred and ten percent. Yes. Yeah. The moments yeah. that were funny in it were funny. It, yeah. There wasn't, you know, and it, it, it. We walked away this year from this year's Oscars with quite a few memorable moments. Yes. The pizza delivery, the selfie photo, and of course, as we mentioned already. John Travolta butchering <laughs> Idina Menzel. And everybody being happy. Yes. Because Pharrell... No. Oh, because no, oh, yes. Pharrell Williams singing <laughs> happy. I felt like... I feel like what we need to do real quick here, Colin, is mm. I feel like we need to do the John Travolta uh, name. <laughs> yes. Mine was... Oh, Hold on. Let us do... Uh, Where am I looking up? Yeah. Uh, let's look up the John Travolta name generator. Hold on, hold on to your butts. Speaking of which, oh, side speaking note. Of which, yeah. Okay. Are I we, want to know where you're going. Are we um, both going to say the exact same thing? You go yeah, first. yeah. Um, somebody actually developed a. Uh, they generated the actual screen, the loadout screen from Jurassic Park of. I don't know what the character. The the, the guy from Seinfeld, the fat yeah, guy from Newman. Seinfeld. Newman. Newman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they developed his, his his like actual computer system. Yeah. So if you actually you can type in commands and it'll list you all the things that you can do. If you type in access security, it'll say. Access denied, and if you type it in three times, it just goes deny, 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 and then it cuts to uh, the hacker screen from Jurassic Park. And Joe going, uh, 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 insane magic word. Was so excited. I loved it. I was just like, oh my god, this is brilliant. It's awesome. This is Collins. So, Colin, your name, Carson, Carson Keezy. What? That's not even close. And we're we're here to announce the next show, and it's Carson Kesey. It's not even close, Colin. What are, I just typed in John Kesey. John Kesey. You are not John. Kesey. I'm not John Kesey. John you should now be that. Carson Kesey because I think that'd be entertaining. My name. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I am, um, uh, and uh, also part of the show would be Jack Borfs. <laughs> oh my! We should just put that as the title. <laughs> Carson Kesey and Jack Borfs. Yeah. Got it. It will be the title for today's episode. <laughs> the Adele Nazim. Or Adele Nazim. Oh, that's just ridiculous. I, I do not, I do yeah. not understand. Adele Nazim. Wow. <laughs> uh, 
I, Mine's I, Libby Smoith. Libby Smoith. Smoith. Libby Smoith. Yeah. I like Libby Smoith. I feel like Libby Smoith would be some sort of weird detective from the 1930s. Like, you know, like... No, no there's a new... Like... Or Midnight Sleuth character. Yep. Continuing... The continuing adventures yes. of Lindsay Smoith. Or was it... Sorry, Libby? Libby. Libby Smoith. That's like the... Hello, Midnight. I am... Anything on top shelf to Libby Thought? <laughs> I think this is a genius idea. Yes. Oh, no. So the Wi-Fi just freaked out for whatever reason. Okay, well, um... So that's it for the Oscars. Yeah. You need to pitch me. I... Okay. So this is gonna be a weird thing. And I don't know Mostly how... Mostly because we don't have a lot to talk about for yeah, this episode. I don't know how this is gonna fit into the episode, but I was at work. I was just sitting there. Congrats, was... Colin. I haven't been for the last month and a half. <laughs> oh, no! You probably shouldn't mention that. Oh, it's okay. Uh, I talk about it on the podcast all the time. Okay. I'm unemployed. <laughs> oh, well. It sucks. Yeah. Anyways, continue. So I was at work, and I was thinking, I do a lot of soul searching, a lot of thinking. And, uh... <laughs> I do a lot and of I was, I was just sitting there, and I was thinking, you know what? I think it would be the best idea to come up with a rewrite the entire film of Revenge of the Sith and get my pitch. <laughs> Colin, just for funsies, is that the reason why you decided yeah. to do this? Uh, any, yeah. any, other, any other particular reason? No, there's no really particular reason other than I want the movie to be better. And <laughs> <laughs> Which, in all fairness, good enough reason for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... I just want the movie to be better. Even though I have, I have, I have vocally made it known that I think out of the trilogy, out of the, the trilogies, people, the third one is the best. Right. Yes, I will say this, but as far as context and continuity, continuity, out of continuity, it does not make sense. A lot of the things in that film do not line up with the rest of the trilogy. True. So, in order to fix this, <laughs> I'm intrigued to hear. So, what you're I'm, doing, what you're saying is you are you are going to I'm going to pitch what episode three should have been. Yes. Okay. Now, will does it take into account stuff that happened in episode one and two? Like, does it continue for that yes. and then work its way into yes, four? Yes, okay, kind of. Got it. So, I just try to set the That's ground. kind of like the only thing that's actually leading to this. Okay. Okay. I'm good. So. All right. <laughs> okay. I, I, uh, I am okay. ready. Um, you know, opening, opening credits. Okay. You know, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Star Wars uh, opening crawl basically talks about the war. We set this not exactly. This war has been going on for a while. As as what is it was like what like a year maybe six months or something in between. No, it was like two years. It was two years in between between when the start of the Clone War started and the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, because it was it was ten years between one and two. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna put it like maybe five or seven years to. I'm going to kind of mess up the timeline a little okay, bit. Okay, that's fine. People are going to get a little upset with me, but... You just, are redoing just, the, the franchise, just so... Just stick with me here. It's, this war has been going on for a while. Everybody's, you know, fighting's got, got aggressive. A lot of systems are really getting damaged because of this. Uh, we open up kind of the same way as the first one opens up. Uh, the ship's coming Episode in. four? Yeah, or three. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay, I got you. Okay, I got you. I'm just trying um, to keep track. Obi Wan and Anakin are flying in to uh, to the ship. 
And to not save Palpatine, mm-hmm. Chancellor Palpatine at this time, but to actually save Padme. Okay. Because she was been captured by Count Dooku. Now, they now Obi Wan and Anakin have been tracking Dooku for years now. They yeah. he's he's been they've gone to various battlegrounds. And, been trying to find him. Basically, they the Jedi have sent him them to go find Count Dooku. Okay. This is like their only they have one lead, and this is the one lead that they actually send them to. Finally, they get to the ship. Dooku's holding Padme in a force choke. Okay. It's just like, and at this point, Anakin has not seen Padme for a couple years. Okay, so there's still like no no connection because of like all the war situations and stuff. A lot of the communications between systems have been cut off. Now they did get married at the end of the first. They or did the second get one. married at the end of of the second one. So, are we just so they that, are married. They're just saying because of what's been happening with yeah. the war, they have been separated. Yes, and they've been apart. They so. have been apart. They have been estranged for some time. Okay. Um. This also leads into my concept later on so he they do it don't they <laughs> and is that well, why the course. kids are born <laughs> okay okay i'm jumping ahead okay don't 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 jump ahead here so he's got um get to the meat of the he's, story he's no. got her in a force show okay all right and dooku's like can see in Anakin's eyes like oh you love this girl right this they probably is the, could sense it too, yeah if he's this uh, is the reason why you know why you exist this is why you love her so much and he just basically just tilts his wrist kills her okay maybe even stabs him her with his lightsaber just kills him immediately now get the concept that anakin is pissed yeah, at this point he just killed not just because he also severed his anakin also severed his arm right so he is legitimately pissed. He's been, like, the sole reason why he wants to find Dooku. It's like, you cut off my arm. You kind of injured my master. I'm not happy. Yeah. I'm going to find you. I'm going to kill you. And now... Now you've just killed my wife, <laughs> which no one knows about right, at this point. Right, because it was a secret wedding. Because it was a secret wedding. He is pissed. He is legitimately pissed. He goes after Dooku, full of rage, ends up killing him mm-hmm. just on the spot not the stupid little head severed thing that... no just legitimately and you see the dark side starting to grow in him i mean he's legitimately using force choke mm-hmm. and just kills him immediately all the while obi-wan's just like oh shit this is not that's not good at all yeah this is not good so they make it back <laughs> they find out it's like yeah Senator Amidala's dad. Um, but Dooku's dad, too. So, so yeah. this <laughs> might, like, um, and also, with on him, he had connections to the other members of the Confederates, and also had the supposedly death, some plans that Got were it. somewhat kind of important uh, <laughs> in his possession. In his possession. Um, that I was like, okay, well, we need to, uh, okay, this is good. Like, the Jedi and the Republic was like, okay, this is good. We might actually, this might shift the war back into our favor. Mm-hmm. Um, which everyone's kind of happy with this. All the while, 
Anakin's just kind of like battling with this whole concept that like this dude just killed my wife. Right. There's there's got to be some way. I I have to bring her back. There's I just have to bring her back. So he's trying to find every sort of way to revive her back from the dead. Because he knows obviously as a Jedi as a Jedi, he knows about he, the whole, like, Force Ghost thing. He knows yeah. there's some sort of a presence. There's got to be some sort of way to bring them back from it. the dead. Not just as a ghost, but a physical body back from the dead. Yeah, yeah. So he's trying to find into research of how he can do it. Of course. At this point, he is he is a master. Mm-hmm. He is a Jedi master, but he has limited resources that he can actually access. Only council members can access the archive. So he's still not on the Jedi Council. So he's still not on the Jedi Council. Okay. He does not have access to everything that he can do. He's been it trying to... pisses him off more. Which pisses him off even more. Got it. And he's trying to find access into it. At one point... So he's legitimately pissed about this. He actually goes to the archives, finds out... Guess who's standing right there? Palpatine. No. no, Mace Windu. Oh, Mace Windu. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and he's just standing there because he knows Obi-Wan kind of tattled on Anakin a little bit. Got it. And he's, so, he's okay. just like, he goes to, like, Obi-Wan goes back to the council. It's like, something's wrong with Anakin. Yeah. This is not good. And they start looking into it. They find out that he was actually married to Padme. And they find out, and Obi and Mace Windu's like, you know, we can't let you do this. I know what you're trying to do. Right. We can't let you do this. So it was like, well, you're gonna have to stop me in order to do this. So there's a big fight going on with that. They battle it out. Pretty soon, all of a sudden, the doors of the archives just magically open, and standing right in front of them is. Palpatine himself. Okay. I was just like, why, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. You Only Jedi can access this thing. It was just like, well, I've been knowing all the Jedi secrets for years now. <laughs> I can do that sort of thing. I'm actually the guy that you've been looking for. Okay. I'm Darth Sidious because I have this power in order to do this. And of course, Mace is now pissed. It's like, oh my god, this is the guy that we've been trying to track down okay. for years and we can't seem to find him. And he's just been right on our noses the entire time. So he electrocutes Mace Windu. Of course, that, that whole fight kind of ensues. Um, Mace Windu? <laughs> Of course, um, while of course he's getting kind of shocked in the face a little bit, uh, this dark side energy he's using everything he has. Right. It's with the more dark side energy that he actually uses, it's starting to distort his face. Okay. Making him more sinister than he actually is. Because the whole bounce back of the lightning thing into his face was the dumbest thing I've yeah. ever heard of in my life. I'm sorry. I felt more like what the concept is, should have been, is that, yeah, like, the the, the dark side of him was taking over yeah. and was basically destroying Just him. deforming his face. And I feel like what it almost could have been is that he was using it to, like, he was using part, part of the, the dark side to keep himself looking a certain way. Yeah. But once it came out, and he started doing that, yeah. that he actually, like, revealed what he really kind of yeah. looked like. And He's that starting it. to reveal what he actually is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kills Mace Windu and says, just like, hey, <laughs> I know how I can save your wife. 
I know everything. I know all the secrets. I can save your wife. But you just have to do this one thing for me. Yeah. I just like, okay, we're the only witnesses to this whole thing. But pretty soon this is going to get back to the council. Mm -hmm. We need to kill out the Jedi. So he, so Anakin's just like, all right. Because like, at this point, he's just like, I will do anything to get my wife back. Right. So he turns immediately to the dark side and starts going to other systems and targeting Jedi and killing them. Because yeah, because Palpatine could basically be just like, you know, if you if you walked out of here alive, they're gonna think you're a traitor anyway. So you could use that to your advantage and say that I let you I let you live and I escaped and that. Well, now you got to go back and tell them. And yeah, okay. All all the while at this point, he. Chancellor Palpatine decides to declare martial law on the entire galaxy. Okay. Saying that, you know, the Jedi attacked him. The Jedi need to be extinguished or eradicated. Look at my face. This is all because they attacked me. They, They, this is what happened to me. Um, any chance of, any chance of rebellion, you will be killed. Because you, I feel that you would You're be starting, sympathizer. Yeah, sympathizer with the Jedi. Wow, bringing in a whole like World War Two era <laughs> yeah. going on here. Okay. Yeah, which is fitting for the movies. Issuing the Order sixty six. That's what Order sixty six is. It's actually issuing a martial law. Okay, where everything is under the Emperor's control. He has full power, and that's how the Empire is developed into somewhat of this super evil. Essence, Which, essentially. If you think about it, the people who are working for it don't realize they're evil. Yeah. Like the stormtrooper or the clone troopers never realize they were bad. I'm assuming yeah. they're just they're they're, they're just following orders. Yeah, they're yeah. told what to do. They're going to do it. So yeah. they didn't realize that they were evil. Yeah. And by basing the whole premise on the Empire being because Luke wanted to go join the Academy, that's what yeah. Biggs and them were doing in yeah. the New Hope. They were going to join, join the, the, Ar- the Empire. Yeah. And it was because that was who was in charge. You just went and did it. So yeah. obviously, good people didn't realize the Empire were bad. So it's all based upon a lie. And yeah. They're made to look like no, we are who are protecting you guys yeah. from the Jedi's. The Jedi's are evil. Yeah. Okay. So they're starting martial law. This is not good because, like Jedi and anybody that you know sympathizes with those Jedi are being killed at this point. So. Obi-Wan and Yoda are just like, we gotta go into hiding. This is not good. Yeah. So they go off. We gotta find a some... Sorry. <laughs> we have to find some secluded place where there's no life or anything. They can't find us. Yeah. And um, any other senators or anything like that can come with us too. So Bail Organa is just like, well, I'll help. I'll help with this. So they all fly to Dagobah. Excluded place. There's nobody there. It's a perfect place. Um, as they start setting up what was going to be the Rebel Alliance, okay, the beginning of just people who survived, like calling a place of people who survived or um, any type of attacks, anything at all, and kind of sending like a distract signal, like yeah, if you're safe, come here. Right. Just just come here. We'll we'll establish that. Actually, I'm going to switch that down to Wayne. Because let's, that's what was the remains of an old rebel base, yeah. according to A New Hope. Yeah. It made so much better. <laughs> They're called it Don Wayne. Obi-Wan and Yoda go to Dagobah. Okay. Bail Organ is going to set up the whole thing in a 
a rebel alliance at Dantooine. Okay. Um, at this point, Yoda's just like, you have to go... You have to go and kill Anakin. I mean, he's merciless. He's killing Jedi all over the galaxy. You're the only one that might be you're able to... You're the Padawan. <laughs> you might be the you're only the one only that can get one, through to him or you're something the like only, that. You're his, you know... He was your student. You're the only one that can actually stop him. Got it. Yep. I was just like... It's like Obi-Wan's just kind of like, there's got to be another way. There's got to be another way to take him out. I don't know what else to do. And of course, at this point, he's just completely lost. And Qui-Gon comes in and says just like, there's still good in him. Mm-hmm. You just got to find out where it is. You can do this. As just kind of a buffer. Which would echo Luke's comment in Return of the Jedi by saying, there's still good in him, I can yeah. feel it. Mm-hmm. Got it? <laughs> I'm loving this so, entire thing, even though yeah. I'm not saying much. I'm, pull- I'm, I'm visualizing the movie as we're saying it. Yeah. yeah, this works totally. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. I wonder how it ends. <laughs> I'm intrigued to know okay. how this ends. Okay. Fuck, it's an hour and a half. I don't care. This All is a right. good episode so All right. far. So, <laughs> so it's like, okay, well... He just kind of sits down at Dagba and sits down with Yoda and just kind of figures, like, okay, what system can I go to where I have the most advantage? There's got to be some kind of location where it's secluded. Um, no other people can be harmed. Um, and they're looking all over the systems, and I find one system that was once inhabited. It was a rebel outpost. It was once inhabited, had plenty of life, but a volcano erupted. And um, it almost made the planet's core unsustainable for any, not really any type of life, but it's very close to erupting at some point. Lava, magma spewing everywhere. It's like, perfect. What's that planet called? Mustafar. Got it. Perfect. We'll use that planet. That planet's about ready to explode. If I don't, if I fail... In killing Anakin, this place, whole planet will blow up. Mm-hmm. So that will ensure that we will be safe. And the galaxy, can. that's one let's notch we have to worry about. Right. It's like, let's take care of Anakin first, and then we can take care of the Emperor. So. <laughs> okay. Whew. This is like the first time I've actually said this out loud. So, <laughs> yeah, I have never heard you talk about this ever. This is working fine so far. Yeah. So all the while, like, Bale's, like, grabbing people and trying to build an army to fight back. Um, he pulls a certain um, Admiral Akbar. Okay. Certain, or at least at this point, it's just Akbar. Yeah. He's he not really an a, he's not some, an like, admiral Captain or anything. Admiral, like. or Captain Akbar. Um, Does he so- have his mug? <laughs> yes. Yes. You'll have his mug at this point. Um, just I love my mug. <laughs> I don't know. This sounds like a trap. Um, Is he also voiced by Billy D. Williams? Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> he's so, all cool and calm at this point. So, but I like a Colt forty-five. Yeah. At this Anyways. point, <laughs> sorry. We're <laughs> at this point. We're trying to. At this point, they're figuring out. It's like okay, we need some type of distraction to get the Empire to focus on certain types of fights so then Anakin can go off and fight Obi-Wan so they're going to stage some type of attack somewhere let's say Sullust okay perfect perfect location Sullust is by the way is the location of where they rendezvoused for the battle 
on Endor in Return of the Jedi. I'm a nerd. You're connecting very well, though. Nerd! So they start this battle on Sullust with um, certain people. And at this point, this hasn't been revealed, but uh, Antilles had... Or, not Antilles. um, Organa? Organa Organa has both the twins. Okay. They're both surviving right now. They're about, like, maybe two or three years old. Because Padme would have had them. Padme would have had them after their after Anakin and her marriage. They probably yes. consummated the marriage and yes. had kids and had kids. And because and Anakin he, hasn't been around, and then he immediately went off to war. Doesn't really know about the kids because of the communication has been cut off at this point. So he has the kids. I was like, I want you to make sure that these kids get safe. Just you know. Um, take the twins and just take them to Alderaan at this mm-hmm. point. I just want them to be, I just want them to be completely safe. Um, it's like, but there's no, uh, we can't really take our transports. They'll recognize them right away. Luckily, a certain smuggler. smuggler. <laughs> and a Wookiee. knew right where you were going. And a Wookiee named by uh, <laughs> Chewbacca. And a... A captain of a ship named Solo. Now, keep in mind, this is not Han Solo. This is just his... This is... I don't know. I'm not going to say if it's legitimately his father or not. And a little boy, possibly named Han. Han, okay. um, Decide to take... Well, I have my freighter. I can take my freighter to Alderaan system. They'll be safe. You know who it should have been? Yeah. It shouldn't be young Han and his father. It should be young Lando and his father. Because Han won the Millennium Falcon yeah. for Lando in a bet. Yes. Thank so you. it should be it should be it should be like it should be Lando's dad. Yeah, Lando's and dad. And Chewbacca. And so, Chewbacca. And then it could be a young little because at one point they could be on it. Young. And he, and the, you know, they explain the situation and like do it's a little cliche, but you yeah. do the whole thing where it's like like young Lando runs in. Yeah. And like the guy just because you don't mention what it is, you see it's the Millennium Falcon, yeah. okay. or maybe you don't even see the Millennium Falcon. You just see them like like yeah. a portion, like the underbelly yeah. or something. And you see the little kid run in, and he goes, you know, like Lando get back in the ship yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Just some little comment like that, and he go, you know, he's just like that's my son. Yeah, you know, he won't be a problem. I promise. Just make a little. Little that joke. That would be perfect. <sighs> See, Ship flies off. Not to change goes, the story. I'm sorry. That just, is actually better than what I have. Because that would keep with the... Uh, that would keep with the, the... That would actually keep with the continuity. Of yeah. It. Yes. So they take a... Sh- so the story credit? Yes! Oh, sorry, anyways. Uh, so, they, <laughs> so they take a ship. So they take the ship to Alderaan, make sure they're all safe. Okay. All the while... Obi-Wan's on Mustafar, just kind of sends out like an echo, like, Hey, Anakin... If you want me, you got me. Um, I know the truth. I know the truth of everything right now. And, of course, Anakin's pissed because, like, he's, like, the only Jedi that he can't find. It's like, I can't find my master anywhere at this point. He is a witness. He knew... He tattled on me. Yeah. He knew that I was succumbing to this. I gotta go find him. He he betrayed my trust, Mm -hmm. essentially. So he he goes to the Mustafar system and it's, and he Obi Wan just tells him like hey I know the reason why though I 
Palpatine's making you do all this stuff. You're being controlled. There is no way to revive anybody. There's no process right. at all. No one has ever heard of it. Sith or Jedi, there's nothing. Your wife is dead. There's no way to bring him back. I'm sorry, Annie. But I'm no sorry, way. but yeah. this is the truth. There's just absolutely no way. You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. And this is just, of course, the giant battles ensues. Because at that point, the Emperor basically brainwashed him into thinking yes. that, yes, there is a way to do it. You yes. Know, no, I don't believe you. Now. Okay, okay. okay. Now, the whole reason. Okay. Now, this leads into the plot of Palpatine. This is the other reason why. It's like, he also tells Anakin, it's like, Palpatine staged this whole thing. From the very beginning. He mm-hmm. staged this, especially the, the thing with Dooku. He staged Dooku to kill your wife. Because. Now this is actually in the extra footage in Revenge of the Sith that was never actually added in the movie. Queen Am- or Senator Amidala had a petition set up of about 2,000 um, systems. That were signed against the Chancellor to... For him to step down his power. Okay. This is not, you know, it's like... He I, would lose his seat. He would lose his seat. This does not make him happy. Right. Because he worked, because that was the whole yeah. point of Palpatine, was he was working his way up to get control over the galaxy. Yeah. And she would completely... He, he is him. not happy. So she knows, like, she's the one that's actually trying to rebel against me. So if I take her out the rebellion ceases to exist. Basically, Padme becomes the first rebel yes. at that point yes. in the Star Wars, in, yes. in, in this story. So I have to kill films. her. Yeah. So I have to kill her. Dooku captures her, brings him up to the ship. Palpatine knows that it's like, Dooku's being kind of worthless at this point. Yeah, He's not really doing, He's he's more hiding than actually controlling the systems right now. I have to take him out mm-hmm. and get a better apprentice at this point. It's like, oh, Anakin's been pretty loyal to me since the beginning. So if I can convert him. Basically kill two birds with one stone. Kill two birds with one get stone. Get rid of Padme. Or actually kill three birds with one stone. Because you'd yeah. be getting rid of Dooku, killing yeah. Padme, you know, getting rid of your biggest opposition, and jo- gaining yeah. a brand new... Uh, a brand new apprentice. Yeah. Or that gaining Anakin would just be a bonus, basically, yeah. on top yeah. of the whole thing. Essentially, like, Obi-Wan's telling Anakin this. is like, your wife was planned... Like, Palpatine's planned this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Anakin doesn't believe him. It's just yep. like, you're messed up. You're fucking crazy. Yep. I'm, I have to kill you right now. I, that's my mission. I have to save my wife. So they fight... All while on this dying planet. Never wanted us to be together. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just thinking of dialogue at this point. And, these, <laughs> and they're fighting, okay. and it gets to the point where it's just like, and and all we want is just beat to shit right now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, his apprentice is actually kicking his ass. Yeah. Because he's actually pretty powerful. At one point, at the last strike... Obi-Wan takes a bunch of the lava that is sitting, magma, sitting right next to him, flings it into his face. Like a force throw at yes. thing, got it. Up into his torso, it starts burning his torso and everything. Decides, at this moment, it's like, okay, I think I got him. Cuts off all his limbs. <laughs> Expecting him now to be stuck on a planet yeah. that's going to die anyways. Yeah. It's just like, I'm sorry, you have nothing left now. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. 
it's just like either it's like I can't. Yeah. Oh, I just pictured immediately that. just a goes, U shape. A U shape cut off. Yeah. Because of, Anakin's probably like flailing his arms, yeah. so his hands are up, so he could just he could actually cut yeah. straight up, and then Anakin's torso yeah. falls. Oh, that's so horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's just but like it's there's nothing. Dramatic. There's nothing I can do for you. I I can't save you. Yeah. And he decides, badly injured, he tries to leave off the planet. At this point, like, Anakin has one thing left. He's got a distress call. A bunch, luckily, a bunch of Imperial ships have been in the system. Find his body and bring him back to the Emperor. Which is not good, because he's like, he needs... He needs medical help, like, right now. So, they strap him up in this suit that they found is just like the the medical droids and stuff is just like he's badly burned he's all of his vital organs are starting to we can't fix him but we, we can't prolong his death probably at this point we have this experimental technology that hasn't been used quite yet that we could actually save him it but it runs on somewhat of a respirator and a chess piece that it has to be constantly monitored. Mm-hmm. Hence why he they strap him down to the thing. Because he's in pain. So he's like flailing around trying yep. to do everything he can. <laughs> strap him up. Strap him in the suit that's extremely tight. Just keeps everything... Keeps everything in place, basically. In place, <laughs> essentially. And... Of course, he'd be turned into what we know as the iconic, iconic Darth Vader. Yep. And at this point, Anakin is getting his sanity. Like, okay, what if the what if Obi Wan was actually right? What if everything that he's been saying is true? What if Palpatine staged this whole thing, staged this whole war that we have that we've been fighting ever so long to do? Mm-hmm. And at this point, like, Anakin's like, I think I know the truth. I think that you've staged this whole thing. It's just like, Palpatine's like, no, I didn't stage this whole thing. It's like, no, you did. And he lists off all the things that Obi-Wan said. It's just like, Palpatine's like, I don't like this at all. Uses force lightning on him. Okay. With all of the, the mechanical systems in his body, it's somewhat stuns him and making him immobilized, um, cutting off the power to his chest piece, um, making him unable to breathe. He's dying at this point. Mm-hmm. But he only does... The, the Emperor only does it for a little bit. Um, slowly, the energy the energy kicks back into the suit. He can slowly breathe again. And heavily but slowly say, that, slowly breathing again let me guess because of, like the lightning probably would have damaged the breathing mechanism yes. which is what causes the breathing sound yeah. to happen like yes. that in the first place yes so he's you know he's wheezing but he's still conscious it's like Palpatine's like as long as you're in that suit I control you yep so it's like as long as I have this ability I control you there's nothing you can do. I'm the one that brought do. you back. I'm yeah. the one that kept you alive. Yeah. There is no way to bring back your wife, but I was the reason that kept you alive. Yep. So, Darth Vader is forever the Emperor's slave. Mm-hmm. 
badly beaten Obi-Wan goes back to Alderaan and says, okay, we have to separate the twins. If Anakin knows, if he finds out that, you know, there are, there's kids that could potentially have power, who knows what, you know, this could set off. Yeah. If he finds Jedi, this this is not good, and this kind of ends the rebellion as as we know it. So it's like, Bale's just kind of like, you know what, I'll take Leia, I'll take care of her, my wife and I have been trying to get kids. So we'll kind take... of similar to how 3, a yeah. little bit like that, like 3. It's like, I was like, Obi-Wan's like, I'll know, I know he had, Anakin had family um, back in Tatooine. I'll just take him back to there. It's a secluded place. No one really lives there. Yeah. They're moisture farm farmers. And they're so, out, and they're out it's all on the edge of the galaxy. It's on the edge of the galaxy. And who's so, gonna go out there? So he goes and why would he ever return to his home goes, that he hated so much? Right. Yep. He goes back to the ranch. Um with Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru. Mm-hmm. They show up and it's just like I'm a friend of Anakin's um, he just recently passed away. Um, I have his child. If you would be the sole guardians of him, that would be great. I was just like, but how, how is this? Like, who are you? It's just like, just call me Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need anything, just call me Ben and I'll, I'll be on my way. I'll keep an eye on him every once in a while, but I'll be here. And as as he's as Obi Wan's kind of setting up his little hut, it's just like, can we really do this? Can we really take down the Empire like this? And it's just like, yeah, talking to like a ghost. Uh, yeah, Qui-Gon. and Qui Gon's coming back. It's just like, yeah, <coughs> yeah. The rebellion, you know, as long as you guys strive hard enough, the rebellion will grow. And yeah, there is new hope. <laughs> a new hope in these in these children. <laughs> Roll credits, and that's the end of it. A darker, quieter ending, as opposed to any of the other films. I don't think I've heard you talk continuously that much. I know, like ever. I will say this, however, that is a great episode three. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly would watch that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think it's a lot better. It's a lot more intriguing. Why did you come up this in your little brain. This happened at work this morning. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought this was something you. I can't shut this off. <laughs> and this is why we are writing things together from yes. now on, Colin. Just saying that. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great episode three. I wish. I write my own things that you guys don't want. I know you. I know you I know. do. <laughs> we don't well, want to read them. <laughs> well, there was something else I was going to be. It was just like, um, Palpatine is like, oh, um. I know you've been tracking down Jedi and stuff. Let me let me help you with that. And a young Boba Fett comes in to frame to somebody else help. who had sat, who basically had uh, encountered a hardship at the hand yeah. of a Jedi. Yeah, you know, Jango Fett, and they kind of became become friends almost because they almost. And that's Fetties. the thing. 
truthfully, they almost they obviously have a relationship. Yeah. In Empire, when he points to him and says no disintegration. Yeah. Like it's I like, there's this like whole like college years of, of Anakin and Boba yeah. basically like where they they had times they were friends they probably weren't friends they hated each other like, like and that and out. that could go into the whole thing of him killing off Jedi and using disintegrations. Yeah. And stuff it's like, like that. No, we need bodies. We need what? bodies. <laughs> we don't want Vader and Boba doing oh. it. <laughs> okay, that's slash fanfiction. <laughs> that's funny. We could actually write episode three. We could like we that. could write a we could write a book like a novel version of episode three yeah. by taking that storyline and turning it into a novel. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Smith's making movies out of his podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. I'd like that. I think we should do that. Yeah. Pretty fun to so write. So there's that. <laughs> Well, start doing it as the comic strip. Just do it strip by strip. <laughs> strip by strip. The entire story. So we'll write a screenplay, a screenplay yeah. for the comics. Huh. All right. Well. Um, also, I should oh, say because half of that I came up on on the fly. Some of that dialogue was <laughs> just like right like, now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the new hope line just came up with that <laughs> on the fly. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do like it. We're never taking you off that medication. <laughs> I like it. It's good. Um, now I feel like I need to like rewrite uh, the fourth Indiana Jones film. Yeah. Just because <laughs> it feels because okay, I'm pulling is, like pushing two hours. Here, it's okay. Here's the it's thing. Okay. I'm like we'll, I'm pulling. We haven't done one in a while. I'm so. pulling references. I mean, I'm pulling references. Return of the Jedi. That's the source. Yeah. Information where Obi Wan's kind of talking to Luke. Like this is how. This is what happened. Because in Return of the Jedi, Vader is very conscious about the fact that Luke is trying to somehow save him. Yeah. But, no, there's no hope for me left. Yeah. You know, there's nothing left of me. Like, he, he, there's very much so a a still good person in there. That's a good person talking. Yeah. That's not an evil villain. Yeah. That's going, no, there's no hope for me left. You just stop it. You have to give in to the Emperor because the Emperor, he won't stop. He will put you under control or he will kill you. That's, yeah. that's it. You either you either do what he yeah. wants or that's it. And that also kind of ties in with the whole him kind of being weak to the electricity as he picks him up in the final film. Right, which is just like... Because it just... It basically he immediately just kind of goes way. like, you know what, I'm... <sighs> I'm just gonna have to sacrifice myself right. in order to save my son. I want Chinese food. I think that would be a good. I think I that think would be a works. good series. <laughs> well, we need to go now. We um, need to go. We need to go do stuff and work. Yeah. So. Watch Lost. And watch Lost. All right, well, folks. Thank you that for listening. That was the podcast. I'm surprised if you're still listening to this. And I hope you enjoyed the last pitch, 45 minutes. My pitch is... <laughs> <laughs> Anybody out there who wants to maybe partake in Please this? Don't <laughs> Please don't steal it. No, no. I mean, this, this is legitimately an idea I came up with. We will copyright... I'm copywriting the... This adaptation of the story. Yeah, alternate yeah. episode yeah. three um, of Star Wars, Colin Kirchner. Yeah. And uh, straight up, 2014. Right there, Ghost Head Productions. Yep, it is, it is copyrighted by us. Yes. And we have a full bru- full proof uh, audio recording on this of date. my pitch. Yes. So if this comes out and this all of a sudden makes a fan film, that's this story. Yeah. We are going to hunt you down and kill you. I will find you. <laughs> I will find you. I will find you. And with that, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>
I'm watching you sleep. Hello, Internet Dwellers. This is Jeff Bell, president of the Ghost Hat Network, here at the end of this episode to give a quick plug about some of our other exciting shows. But wait a minute, Jeff. You have other shows? Why, yes, random listener, we do. If you head over to ghosthat.net, you can find a heap of shows we produce on a semi-regular basis. Like... Super Happy Fun Time, the podcast where Colin Kirchner and myself sit one-on-one and talk movies, TV, video games, and other big things we care about. The Midnight Sleuth, a comedy detective mystery show in the style of old-time radio that follows the adventures of Midnight Sleuth and his partner, Linda Talbot, as they solve crimes, stop the bad guys, and poke fun at the source material. Famous Person Story Time, a podcast where celebrities retell their favorite nursery rhymes or fairy tales as best as they can remember it, even if that memory is completely wrong. So if you're in need of some new shows to listen to on your commute, while working out, or simply relaxing at home, be sure to head over to ghosthat.net now and subscribe to our shows. For more information about this and other projects, visit our official website at www.ghosthat.net or like us on Facebook at facebook.com ghosthat.